Hey everybody, it's Jeff. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Real Person, Real Needs Podcast. This is episode 32, and today we're going to be looking at the fourth word of six that will turn your passion into your purpose. So far, just to recap, if you haven't listened, I encourage you to stop this episode, go back and listen from 29, 30, 31, the first three words that we looked at of this series. We looked at plan, which was number one. Number two was practice. Number three, which is what we talked about last week, was pursue, the importance of getting started. There's a lot of people that have ideas and ha- and talk a great game, but very few people actually start pursuing and start doing. Today, the fourth word of what we're going to talk about is people. The importance of surrounding yourself with the right kind of people and also putting other people's needs ahead of your own. So if you would like to do some homework, and you want to go back and listen to some of the archives, there's an episode that we did a few weeks back called The Company You Keep. And uh, so this is going to kind of be a similar theme. Uh, I just like the idea of tying it in with the six words that we've been talking about. But go back and listen to that episode as well as I encourage you to do that. The Company You Keep, the importance of sounding, surrounding yourselves with the right kinds of people. There was also another episode, I believe it was around episode 17, where we talked about helping others beats helping yourself every time. So today we're going to talk about both of those ideas in the context of turning our passion into our purpose. I just wanted to start off with a quote from George Washington. My wife and I just uh, last week celebrated our 11-year wedding anniversary. So we, uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to go on a trip to New York City. It was excellent. Uh, I highly recommend it. I know it's overrated. You know, a lot of people might think it's overrated or it's it's talk, talked about a lot. We went to go see a Broadway show, Empire State Building. We did all the stuff that you do when you go to New York City. I've been there several times. This trip, we finally got to to make uh, make it a bit a little bit of a longer trip and accomplish a lot of things. One of the things we did, which uh, is I highly recommend, is we went to Madame Tussauds, which is the wax figure museum, very popular. Obviously, there are a number throughout the world. Uh, but we were going through, and there's the Hall of Presidents, uh, all the wax figures of the various presidents, and there's one of George Washington. And I noticed, and this was kind of funny because I knew that this was the next episode, there's a quote on his little plaque that, that describes his life and that kind of thing. And the quote that they chose for this exhibit of George Washington and his wax figure was this, Associate yourself with men of good quality. If you esteem your own reputation, it is better to be alone than in bad company. So think about that for a second. It's better to be alone than to be in bad company. All the more important for us to make sure that who we are surrounding ourselves with are people that are going to help us, not harm us. People that are going to give just as much as they get, if not more so. You know, we talked about it before. It's better to give than to receive. So... When we're on our way and we have this idea, this, this, this seed of an idea that we're starting out, it's important that once we start, one, that we get other people on board. Not necessarily employ other people because that's a very dangerous thing because then you start giving away your ideas and things like that and you, start, you don't know where your business is going to go. And if you start giving away portions of your company from the get-go, you may be giving away the farm. But it's important to preach your message, to get the word out about what you're doing and attract like-minded people around you. 
that's what I wanted to talk about first is the idea is when you're authentic, when you're real, when you're true to who you are, when you have a plan, when you start to put those things into practice and you start to pursue your dream, you're going to find this whole community of people that you didn't know existed. For me, I know I don't have a lot of friends that are doing what I'm doing as far as starting a, a new venture. So that's one of the reasons why on the podcast from time to time I'll have people that I come across, people that have started their own businesses because it's really encouraging to get their perspective on things, to hear some of the similarities of the stories and also uh, the differences of what they actually have coming come across. You know, I, I read this on entrepreneur.com and it's from an article titled uh, six things first-time entrepreneurs need to do next. It's written by Firas Katana. I'm sorry if I'm. It's from October fifth, two thousand fifteen. Number one, the number one thing was make connections. And he says building your entrepreneurial network is vital to growing your business. By connecting with fellow entrepreneurs, you can build supportive relationships with people you can ask for and give advice and help. Ultimately, they they help you gain influence both inside and outside of your industry. Mutually beneficial relationships with other business leaders will help keep you top of mind when they discover opportunities they know may interest you. And then he goes on and gives a list of either ideas and other things that you need to do. So I encourage you to check out that article. Again, entrepreneur.com. It's called Six Things First-Time Entrepreneurs Need to Do Next. And before I can go any further, I just want to say that the episode today may be a little bit shorter. Uh, I'm a little under the weather as I typically sound congested this time it's a little bit more so um my voice is a little scratchy and stuff so i'm going to do my best also because some of this content is is stated in previous episodes and i'm kind of adapting it and and expanding on it you can always go back and listen to those two episodes i believe it was episode 28 and 17 to support the content for this episode uh maybe it was episode 26 actually so 26 and 17 28 17 whatever the ones that are talking about other people. Um, so as we continue this idea, the importance of get once you put yourself out there and you start to pursue your business, you'll start to recognize things in other people, the entrepreneurial spirit in them, and it will start to excite you. Just like I said, I've had people on the podcast. I had George Bruno a few weeks ago talking about uh, dominating your market by using differentiation as the key method. And that was really important because that's something that I'm really passionate about in the real estate market, which is, is the arena that I'm in, the real, real estate space, as they say. Uh, we've also talked to uh, Karen Wolfley, who works in the, the DIY community and uh, restoration of furniture and that kind of stuff, just totally different markets. But hearing their story, seeing how they started their pursuit and as we'll see in the coming weeks, we get to hear those stories of obstacles that they've run into, how they persevered, how they really put their hand to the plow knowing that it wasn't going to be an immediate turnaround, that there was going to be time and, and investment that had to go into this before they would start to really see the fruits of their labor. And that's what we're going to talk about in the coming weeks. But this idea of people, the fourth word, not just finding people to sell your product to. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about advocates, people that are cheering you on, motivating you to go further. You're going to have also people who 
criticize you. We've talked about that on the podcast, episode 12, I believe. But it's amazing how not just positive people, but negative people around you can motivate you, can can make you work harder, can in some ways point out things about your character or flaws in your model or in your business or in your idea. It causes you to do some introspection to say, is this person, even though their their intention may be to harm, is there anything from this critique that I can actually take and use that is valuable? It's important that we think about that. Warren Buffett says, it's better to hang out with people better than you. Pick out associates whose behavior is better than yours and you'll drift in that direction. If you find that everybody around you is poo-pooing your ideas or is questioning your methods or, or questioning you, then maybe you need to find a new circle. Not saying that you write those people off from your lives, but it's important that you do find those entrepreneurial spirits to 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 gather with, to, to brainstorm with, whatever it is. I'm, I'm, I'm wrestling and, and, and trying to figure out a way to develop some of that networking so it's something that I have on an ongoing basis and an authentic, uh, you know, people that are committed to authenticity and generosity in their businesses, having a little networking group of our own to brainstorm, to talk about it. Not a leads group. There are plenty of those. There's BNI, there's Chamber of Commerce, where somebody gives up, gives their 10-second sales pitch and says, here, use me for all your blank needs. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who want to make a difference in their community. And when you find those like-minded people, it's amazing how it's, it spurs you on in your pursuit of making your passion your purpose. Because you see other people that are further along in their journey and as you go, you'll meet new people who have maybe started a little bit later than you or haven't gotten as far as you have, and you can share your story with them. It's really important. We can't live in isolation. We can't grow if there's nobody around us, iron sharpening iron. There's a lot of truth to these things, and we don't we don't want to neglect them because by nature, entrepreneurs are loners. By nature, we tend to you know, half the time we started a business because we didn't want to answer to anybody else. We didn't want to rely on other people to get us where we wanted to go. We are trailblazers in a sense. However, we don't want to live our lives in isolation. We don't want to push people away that may really have the ability to help us in what we're doing. And this, this can apply to any part of life. I'm not just talking about starting a business because I know there's a lot of people listening to the podcast that are just looking for that that motivation to, to get them through the next day, and that's totally fine. But this goes across the board. We cannot survive alone. We were made to have community with other people. In the beginning of the Bible, God said it's not good for man to be alone. I'm going to make him a helper that's suitable for him. And that's talking about marriage, obviously. But that idea holds true Regardless, the, the in the context of relationship, we were wired to live in relationship with other people. And that's really important, especially in the business world. Uh, another article, entrepreneur.com, again, it's one of my favorite websites. It talks about establishing trust. You can't have positive relationships if you're not trustworthy. How do we gain trust? Well, she talks about it, the author of the article, Chelsea Burler, talks about it at length and you can check out that 
article, uh, it's article number 276046, if you look it up that way. One of the things that I use to establish that trust and to, to connect with people and have true relationships with people is the authenticity and the generosity. Not generosity for the sake of reciprocity. We talked about that before in episode 17, helping others beats helping yourself every time. We don't want to do things for other people just to get things in return, which is what a lot of people preach. And that's what, you know, when people say add value and give value to people, it's like you only are doing that to get something from them. You have to put that outside of the equation. You need to be around people and establish relationships that are built on trust, authenticity, truth, generosity, and you'd be amazed at how that can really spur you on. That can make things real. Sharing your idea with somebody, even if it's something that you started to work on and you're alone in it, you mention it to one person that you trust, they get excited about it and they encourage you, yeah, this is good, keep going in this direction. It's, a, it's amazing the, the impact that that can have in your life. There was a study done, um, Berkeley, it's on berkeleyedu, uh, greatergood.berkeleyedu, it's an article, and it says, can helping others help you find meaning in life? That's kind of what we've been talking about in this six words series, is that meaning in life, that purpose that we need. There's things that we get excited about, there's things that we're passionate about, but how do we take those things that we're passionate about and find meaning for our lives? And this article can helping others help you find meaning in your life by Elizabeth Hopper. It goes in great detail. It says, new research is finding that being kind and giving to others can make our lives feel more meaningful. And that's what I talk about with real person, real needs. You can't have real person, real needs without other people. I can be an authentic person, but if I'm not relating to other people, who cares if I'm authentic? If I'm living in isolation on an island, nobody knows that I'm being authentic, right? Nobody knows that I have the desire to help others if I'm not in community with others. It's really important. They, uh, they say the idea that helping others is part of a meaningful life has been around for thousands of years. Aristotle wrote that finding happiness and fulfillment is achieved by loving rather than in being loved. According to psychologist Carol Reif, who reviewed the writings of numerous philosophers throughout history, relationships with others are a central feature of a positive, well-lived life. Do you feel like you're in isolation? Do you feel like nobody gets you? It may just be in your head. But I can tell you, there are a lot of times that I feel that way. You're not alone. You're not alone in feeling alone, if that helps you get out of your aloneness or your loneliness. Meaningful life, finding that purpose comes from having trustworthy relationships, people that you can count on. I often say to my wife that sometimes I feel like some of the relationships that I have, not all of them, but as soon as I can't offer that person something that benefits them, I'm no longer a part of their life. And you might have those kinds of relationships, those people that are takers, and they're constantly... They're around you when they need something from you, whether it's your skill set or they just need to be cheered up because you're a funny person or whatever. But as soon as there's nothing that you can offer them, they're not a part of your life anymore. And you don't understand why that is. I've had that happen to me several times. And it can get frustrating. It really can. And you know, I and I, I don't mean to belittle those people that are constantly takers, but 
unless you're a giver, I don't think you really find that meaningful life that you want. We, we seek out things to satisfy ourselves, but we can't find that one thing that satisfies us because we're living in isolation. And oftentimes we're destroying relationships in the pursuit of the great achievement. This article goes on and says, Yet today, many of us seem to be struggling to find meaning by gathering up achievements, spending so much time at work that we're cut off from other people. Are we headed down the wrong path? New research is providing more and more evidence that kind and helpful behavior causes us to feel that our lives are meaningful and discovering what we can do to reap those benefits. What's interesting is that, as Jesus said in the Bible, it's better to give than to receive. It's actually in the giving that we receive the most that we can. We feel that sense of accomplishment, that sense of purpose, because we are helping other people. We're putting other people first. So as we look to move our passion into our purpose, we can't, we can't destroy relationships. We can't bowl people over on our way to our purpose. And sometimes people do that. They wonder why they're not achieving what they want. They're not getting to where they want to go. It's because instead of surrounding themselves with people and people that are going to encourage them and move them forward, we're destroying relationships in the name of success. It doesn't make any sense. There's an interesting quote here, and I, I want to stress that you know authenticity has to be the root of this. Because when we're authentic, we will attract like-minded people to ourselves. One of the things that people do, and they it's detrimental to their, their character is that they adapt to those around them to become likable or they change who they are based on the crowd that they're in. That's not what you want to do in establishing relationships, true relationships. You do not want to chase people. There's one quote that, that I found online, be you and do your own thing and work hard. The right people who belong in your life will come to you and stay. That's an important thing to think about. There's a quote by Mahatma Gandhi, and he says, the best way to find yourself, to find your purpose, to find your meaning, is to lose yourself in the service of others. Let me say that again. The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others, not in the service of self. So when we're pursuing our passion, a lot of it becomes about what we want, what we get out of it. That's not what it's about. It's about others, surrounding ourselves with like-minded people who also want to help others, who want to put others first, who want to meet real needs. That's what, it, that's what it comes down to. That's what it boils down to, folks. My voice is starting to really give out a little bit, starting to get uncomfortable, but I'll leave you with this. Think about the people in your life that have been put there to sharpen you, to challenge you, Think about the people in your life that have done nothing but cause you grief. Think about the type of people you would like to have around you to help you achieve the dreams and the goals that you've set for yourself. If you have to, categorize your friends. I mean, that sounds horrible, but you cannot get to where you want to go in life if you have the wrong types of people around you. More importantly, you cannot get to where you are in life if you are only focusing 
on what you want out of life. You have to focus on other people. Whether it's finding the right people to surround yourself with or finding ways to meet other people's needs. That's how you find your purpose. Because we were not created to accomplish happiness for ourselves. We were created to have a purpose to meet the needs of other people. It's really important that we understand that. Folks, thanks for tuning in. I hope that this episode has spoken to you. I hope that these six words that we've discussed so far, only four, so tune in next week and the week after. I hope that you've gotten something out of this. I hope that it's motivated you. I hope that it's helping you put a plan in place, giving you ideas about things that you can do, giving you the motivation to get out there and do it, and to be a real person who wants to meet real needs. Thanks a lot for listening, and Godspeed. Godspeed.